Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Hello and welcome to the Bad Movie Cult podcast. My name is Dominic Lawton and with me as always is my co-host, Mr. Kenby Wild. Hello. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day to all of the ladies and all of the lovers. Uh, First time we did Valentine's Day, we covered Valentine, the horror film. Another landmark um, anniversary of uh, released on this date. Second time we did it, we covered the classic Valentine film. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Fatal Attraction with Glenn Close as an absolute maniac. That's it. And Michael Douglas. And we've gone back to the well again for Michael Douglas. We're covering another classic Michael Douglas. This is when Michael Douglas was just a horny bastard, wasn't he, throughout the 90s? Oh, very much so. And today is no different. We're covering the 1992 Paul Verhoeven film, Basic Instinct. So we got 31 stab wounds. Or was it? Ice pick. I'd like to speak to Miss Catherine Trammell, please. Is she a suspect? She's a writer. She published a novel. It's about a retired rock and roll star who gets murdered by his girlfriend. You know how she does the boyfriend? With an ice pick. She intended the book to be her alibi. You didn't feel anything for him. You just had sex with him for your book. In the beginning, he gave me a lot of pleasure. You like playing games? Games are fun. What's your new book about? A detective. He falls for the wrong woman. What happens? She kills him. How's it feel to kill someone? You tell me. You're in over your head. She seduces people. She manipulates people. She's evil! Freeze! I have nothing to hide. You playing a game here? Games are over. Paul Verhoeven. I know. Second entry. Which is one of Ken's films. <laughs> Indeed it is. And if I could have got Sharon Stone to be in it with me, then I would have, my life would have been complete. I've got a plot for you, Ken. Oh, yes, please. A violent police detective investigates a brutal murder that might involve a manipulative and seductive novelist. Ooh. J.K. Simmons, isn't it? <laughs> That's her. Yeah. <laughs> seductive novelist that she is. Playing the drums in a seductive manner. Got some taglines for you? Yes. A seductive suspect and a cop who can't resist her. Nice. Another one? A brutal murder. A brilliant killer. A cop who can't resist the danger. Okay. Okay, yeah. One more. Yeah. Flesh seduces, passion kills. I think that's the tagline I've seen. Yeah? I think so. I think I've seen that one. What's the, What's your... Um, how did you watch this? Um, it's on um, Prime. 
Yeah, I've got the DVD. I was I was going to ask you if you uh, like what was what was on the front cover of yours. I was going to say, I bet you I've got the DVD. You dirty, dirty dog. My mine's just Michael Douglas with his dick out, just sitting on a <laughs> kitchen table. I've got the same picture on my wall <laughs> <laughs> in the bedroom. Is that the one that you painted yourself? Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I had to have him model it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more recent as well. A bit, bit closer to the floor now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that up to the the listener to decide what you mean by that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what What do you reckon then, Ken? Should we just crack into it then, or what? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get it all erotic for the lo- lo- lovely listeners. Let's do it. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! So, um, it's Michael Douglas. He 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 plays Nick Curran. He does. San is it San Francisco Police Department? Yeah. And he's investigating the murder of former rock star Johnny Boz. Johnny Boz, yeah, uh, being ridden by a naked blonde lady. I was going to say Johnny Boz is having sex with a beautiful seductress. Uh, that's rock and roll for you. It's quite steamy, isn't it? This film. It's a little bit, yeah. There's a few sex scenes, aren't there? Yeah, didn't expect that. I actually think, actually, <laughs> did you not? I didn't know what it was about, did I? Um, I thought it was basic instincts, fight or flight. Not, oh have, yeah, that's not it. have sweaty sex. That should have been the tagline, to be honest. <laughs> fight, flight, or sweaty sex? Basic yeah. instincts should have been the trailer. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So. Uh, I, I don't honestly think I've ever seen the whole of this film before now. Oh, really? No, no, honestly. I, I mean, obviously, I've seen bits of it, <laughs> yeah, as you can imagine. I've seen some bits a lot, but I don't think I've ever seen the whole film in its entirety, and now I have. Uh, yeah. And we start. What did you think? What, what were your initial thoughts just before we um, crack I thought, in? I it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit of a twister, isn't it? It's a bit of a twisty turner. But is this uh, is this the best Sharon Stone for your book? What for me? Me won't bank. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think I worded it better, but yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> I thought that was the book you meant. It's a, it's a hell of an opening, isn't it? For the well, uh, excuse the imagery. It's uh, it's <laughs> a think, hell of a start to. The... I think we'll find that's later on in about the twenty ninth minute. <laughs> <laughs> Just from memory. <laughs> uh, did you know, Ken? That uh, no body doubles were used in the um, the sex scenes. I did not know that. Absolutely not. That's all. That's all, Johnny Boz. That is, mate. Is it? Yeah. Well, the thing the thing about the opening scene, obviously, with we're, we're straight in, straight in with sex people. Yeah. You know, I. You know what? When I was watching this opening scene, I remember the note being hot shots. Yes, of course, yeah. Yeah, when they lampoon it, but that's all I was thinking of when I was watching this bit. You were just thinking of Charlie Sheen. You're watching a sex scene and you've got Charlie Sheen on the brain. Story of my life. Isn't it just? Yeah, she ties him up. She's got the old tie-up, ties hands to the bed, isn't it? It's a scarf, yeah, yeah, a little silk scarf. Um, what The thing about this, right, you said there's no body doubles, but in this scene, we don't actually know who it is because no. as they are in flagrante... Uh, her hair's all over the bloody place. Can't yeah. see who that is whatsoever. You can see it's a blonde lady, of course. 
But uh, are very British of us. <laughs> you can't you can't see the face. I I, I do like the uh, the eye contact part of it. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saying that, if this was happening to me, it would have been over in the first seconds. So there's no no way would we have got the end of this scene. <laughs> I don't think I'd have even got to be tied up. It'd be like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Waste your time. You say it like that as well. I'm yeah. done. I'm done, love. <laughs> <laughs> Off you get, love. Quick smack on the buttock. There we go. Hello. <laughs> bang, bang. There we go. All done. Back in about an hour. But and no. She, she reached. She, she actually t- she ties him up whilst uh, riding him like a lunatic. And uh, yeah, she, she reaches back. And there, amongst the sheets, which look like uh, silk or satin, I don't know. But uh, she grabs an We're going to have to find that out. This is what the people have been tuning in for, Ken. We can't be blasé with the sheets, which All is right. another one of your films. <laughs> this whole film's a base of my films. There's going to be so many of those. Yeah, and um, I th- I'm going to say satin. I don't think they look silk. They look too too shimmery for that. I'm going to say satin. Um, yeah, grab, grabs a little ice pick and uh, just stabs him straight through the fucking face. When, when was that placed, that ice I don't pick? Know, Why would that be there? It's his fucking house. Isn't it just? it? Can we talk about... We'll, we'll get to his house, <laughs> I suppose. But yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know whether he keeps it there. I mean, they do have drinks, I guess, on the side of the bed. But anyway, that, I don't think that's the most important part because the most important part, is, part of it is that she just stabs him straight through the fucking eye. Yeah. Straight through the face. And that's from the back as well. She stabs him through the temple out of his eye. Yeah. And an absolutely incredible frenzy of stabbing to the face and neck area. It's a, Yeah. It's one of those dumb... I didn't, didn't know whether to finish me wank or just, just you know, put everything down and carry on. You didn't know whether to shit or wind your watch. Exactly. No, and I didn't have any hands free anyway. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Cut away from it instantly. To Michael Douglas, who's arriving. And, uh, of course, Nelson Fox from the uh, Steven Seagal film Nico is already there. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, This house, Ken, when we get an actual look at the place. Yeah. It's like uh, Hulk Hogan's wet dream from Shadow Warriors, isn't it? (laughs) African shit all over the place. Yeah. Well, it's one of, one of Ken's films. <laughs> yeah, that's when we went global. We went on location. Freaking shit. Colon. <laughs> All over the yeah, place. It was the word colon was in the title. To be honest, this is the most ridiculous house, isn't he's it? Like, All this star. shit. He's in a rock and roll. He's a rock and roller. Whatever he was. He's in a band or what? It's Johnny Boz. Johnny Boz. African aficionado. Another one of Ken's films. and um, <laughs> African aspicionado. <laughs> we go up to um, into the bedroom. Michael Douglas has a little look around, looks through the drawers and all that sort of shit. Johnny Boss is there with his dick out. Yeah, He's dead, so I suppose that's the least of his worries. Everyone has a little laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Douglas has like a bit of a flick on it. Takes a couple of photos. Going... <laughs> <laughs> some stupid cocaine on the side I've there. I've also written there's some stupid cocaine. We have a close-up of his dick. He, he put some <laughs> funky sunglasses on. That's what I assume they are. <laughs> yeah, Michael Douglas up to his old tricks. To be honest with you, is this much of a, a mystery murder case, this? Not not so far, no. It's Sharon Stone, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, I knew it straight away. I mean, we didn't see her face, but she's uh, she's on like, the front cover of the film and everything. 
So you've got to yeah. assume it's her. Looks like her. Probably is her. Anyway. Might be. Anyway, let's find out together. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and they say, who's the girlfriend? And she says, oh, it's Catherine Trammell. She says, who's that? She says, you know, Sharon Stone. Go, oh, right, okay, let's go and get her then. Yeah, here's, here's where she lives. Yeah, the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, he, he goes. He goes to her house. Uh, Michael Douglas goes to her house, says, ah, there you are. And uh, it turns out it's not Sharon Stone, even though it looks a bit like Sharon Stone. It's it's a Is it friend, not Sharon Stone? It's her friend, Roxy. Oh. It's her friend, Roxy. And she says, no, 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 Sharon Stone's at the beach house. Yeah, she's over, She's having a look at the sea. Yeah, she is. She's just sat there staring at the sea, you know, as yeah, rich people like, do when they've got their own little balcony overlooking it. It's sort of like, a, you, is that a, your boyfriend? And she's like, no. The, the end. end. Thank you for listening <laughs> to the Bad Movie Club podcast. No, you're in the wrong house again. He says, yeah. fuck, you know, that's the second time in a minute. Uh, he introduces himself. She says, I know who you are, and kind of smiles at him like uh, she wants to have sex with him. This is Michael Douglas, of course, not his partner. Fucking idiot and a cowboy yeah. hat. Not him. And um, <laughs> yeah, Michael, yeah. Du- Michael Douglas is just immediately going, Whoa. Michael Douglas the, might as well be having through. a wank at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know I was. So I don't know why he wasn't. But uh, yeah, he's, he's just basically doing the uh, jaw drops, tongue rolls out, eyes fall out of his head, and all that sort of stuff str- straight from Droopy and the mask. Loving yeah. it. Loving it, absolutely loving it. And then uh, they just leave after she gives him the runaround of, no, uh, he's not my boyfriend. I was just fucking him. Yeah, she L- says lots it like of emphasis, that. Too. Lots of emphasis on uh, the uh, the sexual part of it. Yeah, and she says, like, she's not she's not upset that he dies. She just misses having sex with him. Yeah, and Michael Douglas is like... <laughs> His partner just collapses. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's yeah, overweight, isn't he? Yeah. And as Ken says, when we say partner, he's not like a cowboy. This is actually his uh, police partner. His police partner, yeah. But he he, uh, he does call him does call him Hoss, like he is a cowboy a lot. I don't know. He what does call him partner about. a lot. I don't know giddy what that's up. All about. They do say giddy up when they leave. <laughs> and he does ride on Michael Douglas's back a lot. Yeah, and he's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a close relationship there, isn't it? When you're in the police. <laughs> When I say partner, I mean police partner, though I do occasionally ride his dick. <laughs> oh, Ali's, Ali's detective. <laughs> Just concentrate on the questions I'm asking. <laughs> Just constantly telling everyone that they have sex together. This is his part. That's his only input into any time they speak to anyone. That's him. That's uh, detective. This scene's so fucking weird. Like That's the, the backdrop, just it is Gus. Yeah, yeah. The backdrop to this scene is like a beautiful ocean and stuff. I just think that's such a weird setting for the the scene. It's just the whole thing's weird. I mean, she's making it weird just by playfully like answering questions about being a murderer. And like every scene is basically people just saying how fit Sharon Stone is, isn't it? Like when she's not, like once they stop speaking to her, when you cut, like the next scene is usually just people going, she's fit. Yeah. Michael Douglas saying, I didn't notice. I was too busy wanking. Yeah, you you were in the way trying to ride my dick. (laughs) Too busy joking off. Uh, We cut to, I don't even know what what, what she does. She's the the internal affairs um, psychologist. Yes. I can't remember her name. Trip, triple Horn. Jean triple, triple Horn. Yeah. 
Jean Triplehorn, yes. You may know her from Waterworld. She's in this, and Michael Douglas goes to see her. Yeah, apparently uh, they used to be a thing, which is uh, also nice. Um, he says, uh, you know, how are you? He said, I'm off the booze. And uh, he also suggests that he's been uh, masturbating a lot. Yeah, she's like, how, how, how are you? How's your sex life? You're Tommy Wiseau over here. <laughs> There's a lot of this, isn't there? This is very sexually charged, this film. It was a great story. Yeah, yeah, he talks about he's started developing calluses on his hand from wanking too much. Yeah, from jerking off all the That's time. That's weird, isn't it? All the time. It's a weird thing for Michael Douglas to say. And we find out he's, he he does cocaine. He does stupid cocaine himself. Apparently he's off the, the stupid cocaine, though. A little bit of sexual tension. Uh, as as he decides just he's going to fuck off out of the office, she shouts after him, I still miss you. Yeah. And he just fucks off. He's not having any of that. He's just, I'm out of here. Whatever, love. Yeah, he's not interested. Back to the station, goes and sees Gus. Yeah, there's a whole host of bloody detectives in this office, isn't there? All talking about this one case. Tells Gus that, oh, my ex misses me. So I didn't ask. But there we go. Yeah, now let's have a look at that dick of yours. <laughs> not now, Gus. Just got to the office. Standing for Carl Weathers, he's there. Yeah, he's not Talking about good, the cocaine. Not as good. He says there was stupid cocaine and there's 31 stab wounds. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Liked his drugs, liked his girls, liked his rock and roll. Johnny Boz, down to a T. Uh, I think, does he leave all of his money to Sharon Stone? I, I can't remember. I don't know. I know that she's already been left loads of money. She's like, a, she's a millionaire heiress, psychologist, plus author. Was it like through a, a boxer or something? Yeah, her parents died uh, when she was younger. We found that out later on. But um, yeah, she she used to go out with, uh, what's his name? Some, some fictional boxer. That yeah, the loads of money. Hundred million pounds she's got apparently. It's a lot of money, isn't it? That. And we find out that she's a novelist. She is, and uh, the book, the book she wrote, was Murder. She wrote. This is a bit like Murder. She wrote, isn't it? This. <laughs> Imagine Angela Lansbury playing this role as sex foxy sex crazed Sharon Stone. What's her name? Not foxy sex in Murder. She wrote. <laughs> That was one episode. She was ah, undercover. Yes. She was undercover as a prostitute. Under silk covers. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. <laughs> yeah. What was the novel about that she wrote, Ken? Well, oddly, you know, you've, you've, we mentioned uh, Valentine, and our pitch on that was called Love Hurts. And the book that she wrote was also called Love Hurts. Love Hurts. That's the one. Yeah. And... Um, Apparently, on on page sixty seven of the book "Love Hurts" is the murder itself. Silk scarf tie in his hands, ice pick through his face. Mm. Imagine that. Michael Douglas is at home reading the book. I don't need to imagine it, Ken. I saw it. And he's. Uh, <laughs> do you remember what it said on the uh, on the front, the um, testimonial? Because I like to do this. I like to see what other people are saying about the book. No. The New York Times have said, and quote on the front of the book, Love Hurts, a tale of love and murder, so erotic, so unexpected, so bizarre. After you read it, you'll make the one you love sleep on the couch, just to be sure. That's a hell of a fucking big's the book. It's <laughs> That's a, like, on the front. Really 
It's like the Bible. It's fucking massive. <laughs> it's just six foot six foot wide. It's written very small, Dom. I've had to zoom right in on that. Have you? And I'll I'll let you know as well. That's not the last time I zoomed in on this film. Really? When was the other time, Ken? More on that later, around twenty nine minutes. Is that when Johnny Boz was naked on the on the bed? <laughs> yeah, looking at his little rock and roll dick. <laughs> rock and roll dick, the Johnny Boz story. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Does he ring someone? Well, he's no, reading that, the... that, that, that's that's where he's on the phone. He's saying about the, it's on page sixty seven. It's the murder. Murders on it right there. Yeah, he calls them. He calls uh, Gus. Yeah, and they go to like another meeting at the the police station. They have a little chat about yeah. it. There's, there's like a little panel. There's a panel now of experts on uh, psychopaths, and you'll never guess who one of them is. Who? It's bloody Ned from Groundhog Day. Ryerson. Exactly, yeah, he's there. He's there meeting and greeting with uh, Michael Douglas, like he's not a comedian. Michael Douglas, Gus, Gene Triplehorn, and not Carl Weathers. <laughs> and he's saying, he's saying, now look here. It's. <laughs> now you as... listen to me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you listen to me, Michael Douglas. This is the same killing. Stop laughing. Stop having. Stop having. <laughs> stop masturbating and listen to me for once in a year. Stop reading the. Put the book down. <laughs> There's one guy in this scene that looks like Egon Spengler from the Ghostbusters. Maybe he directed Groundhog Day. He did, didn't he? Yeah, it's a bloody. It's a tangled web, isn't it? This whole film, and it's tangled Ned. And he's That's saying because <laughs> <laughs> he's tied up. He's saying that it's the book has got the same killing as the real life killing, which is going to be her alibi because she'll say, "Don't be, don't be ridiculous. I'm not stupid enough to do the same thing as is in my book," and that's how she'll get away with it. Which I guess is a kind of yeah, okay. But if there is evidence, then her just saying, "You must think I'm stupid," would actually just be pointless because she's still got evidence that she did it. So it's not conclusive. It's not a conclusive alibi, is it? There was actually like a real life case where a woman killed her husband. The way she wrote a killing happened in a book that she published and she was caught instantly and, and done for it. But I think the book was actually called How to Kill Your Husband and Get Away With It. Yeah, actually, yes, I think that's so, true. You know, I mean, I mean, I don't know how more obvious she could have fucking been, to be honest with you. Sharon Stone is one step away from that. But in, in um, Sharon Stone's defense, she looks like Sharon Stone. Like that woman didn't, so... Yeah, I think that husband's probably better off. Yeah. We get the infamous scene now because she comes in for questioning, doesn't she? Well, yeah. Well, first of all, they say that uh, she's going to get a lawyer and she's just going to close us down, sue us for millions. And Michael Douglas says, no, she won't. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he says, she won't because she'll want to prove that she's smarter than us. So she won't hide. And they say, whoa. You're as crazy as... Uh, she's as crazy as you are. I think, well, is he crazy, though? Because everyone seems to be making out that Michael Douglas is one crazy motherfucker. And he's done absolutely nothing yet to suggest that that's true. But apparently everyone thinks he's a crazy guy. Um, so they, get, they, go to, they go to her house and say, look here, Sharon Stone, uh, you have to come to the station. We're going to give you a bit of questioning about this shit. And she goes, oh, okay, absolutely no problem. Please wait there while I go and strip naked in another room. <laughs> is that when he reads the paper? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a newspaper story. And the newspaper story is Michael Douglas has shot a tourist. Not a terrorist, no, which is good. A tourist, which is bad. Yeah. 
Not a terrorist tourist. It could have been, yeah, just an holiday. <laughs> yeah. Just off-duty terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> Got away with the family. <laughs> Get shot by Michael Douglas. Yeah, whilst high on stupid cocaine. Yeah, well, yeah, more on that later on. We just think, oh dear, oh dear, he maybe he is crazy. Maybe he's got a tortured background here. Yeah. Um, but there we had no time for that because Michael Douglas uh, spies Sharon Stone's ass in a mirror. So he goes to yeah. have a closer look, of course. Doesn't tell Gus, doesn't want him there riding his dick whilst he's uh, having a quick peep. <laughs> so he, he goes for a he closer look. He tries his best, though, Gus. <laughs> oh, he always does, doesn't he? Mm. And... Uh, we get some more tits. 22 minutes, more tits. Sharon Stone, thank you very much. Uh, Take then her in, in the, the car. car. Yeah, yeah, we have a long, long drive now with lots of bullshit chat about who's clever and who's fucking stupid. That kind Gus. of rubbish. Gus yeah, he's both. like, that's me, that's me. I thought you'd get an attorney. I just said you wouldn't get one. She's like, why? He says, because you're here, blah, blah, blah. Says all the same shit. Um, she has a smoke. Says, do you want to have a smoke, Nick? He says, no, I've stopped smoking. She says, I told you I quit, you fucking bitch. He's very yeah, upset about she, it all. And she says, yeah, well, bullshit. Yeah, it won't last. Uh, she, she's wearing the iconic white dress, of course, isn't she now? That's what she got changed into. Yeah, um, he asks her, he asks her uh, what her new book's about, and she says about a detective that falls for the wrong woman. Of course. Michael Douglas. Says, what, yeah, says, what happens? Says, she kills him. Yeah, Michael Douglas is fully turned round now somehow in the car. <laughs> I don't know. How well, he's not he's driving. Got his, he's got his knees on the... on the. <laughs> <laughs> he's turned like a child, does it? He's straddled the seat. Yeah. He's got one of his left legs out the window and his right leg's in the back seat, peeping through the hole of the headrest. He's lifted that right up now so he can see her through the gap. <laughs> yeah, and Gus has as well. No one's driving at this point. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, he's just an idiot. Um they go straight into the interview room anyway. She says she doesn't want an attorney. Um, says the exact reason. Everyone kind of looks at Michael Douglas and he's like, <laughs> she starts smoking. They say, you're not allowed to smoke. She says, I have nothing to hide when, when they ask her about it. Which is what he said she'd say. My God. He said she'd say that and she said that because he said she said she would. Know what I mean? No, no idea what you mean. She has a cigarette. Uh, they say you can't smoke. She goes, what are you going to do? Arrest me for smoking? They say, well, yeah. And here's the rules. Uh, doesn't, obviously, because she's too sexy for that. Start singing the Right Said Fred song. <laughs> Gus joins in. Yeah, there's an awful lot of people in this interview, isn't there? And, and absolutely no female representative at all. <laughs> yeah. Which is quite right. She's got them just where she wants them. She said that she was been having sex with Johnny Boz for a year and a half. Which is fucking hell, that, that is some time, isn't it, that? Good job he hasn't had to go out for a job or anything, isn't it? Could you be rich enough to not have to leave and commute? Just know about, have you, anyway. ever fucked, you ever fucked on cocaine and then they all just stare at Michael Douglas for three she, hours? Well, she does ask him directly. That's why. Because uh, she, she, every, every answer she's giving is kind of like some sort of sexual innuendo. Everyone's sweating. Especially the big fat fucker who's doing the questions. He's sweating like a <laughs> fucking rapist, isn't he? He's, he's there. He's like... <laughs> Everything she says, she's like, yeah, play it cool, mate. Play it cool. Yeah. Good poker yeah. face for a cop. <laughs> obviously, she throws in the alibi is, is the book, which, again, in, in a court of law, I'm pretty sure that's not sufficient as an alibi. But uh, everyone seems to think it is. 
Then she asks Michael Douglas if he's ever fucked on cocaine. And then everybody, as soon as she says that, she opens her legs. <laughs> Dramatic pause. I'm just remembering it, Don. <laughs> You're just watching it back. <laughs> I've just got it uh, frozen on my screen. Yeah. How many videotapes yeah. do you think are just ruined at that part of the, this film? Just that part when it starts flickering for the tracking. Yeah. 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 Yes. Thousands, millions, I guess. Yeah. Probably the, yeah, that's like the most watched and zoomed in part of any film ever, I would wager. And that's just from my house. <laughs> yeah, she's not wearing any, any underwear. Oh, what? Uh-huh. Good God, man. What kind of film are we covering here? Yeah, Good God, man, is, of course, what uh, Michael Douglas says. Yeah. Mr. Beamish is in the room with them. Also, <laughs> at the back with his big yeah. handlebar moustache. His monocle steamed up. <laughs> yeah, falls out of his eye. Good God, man! He exclaims until he's led from the room. Uh, I thought you were going to say anus. <laughs> what, his monocle falls out of his anus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, where do you keep your monocle? Oh, well, obviously there, but, I, you know, never fallen out. It's, uh, it's embedded. <laughs> Grown over it. No, there's no getting that out. Yeah, and to answer her own question about fucking on cocaine, she declares, it's nice. Is it nice? David Bowie. <laughs> That's what she says. Have you ever fucked on cocaine? Oh, it's nice. Look at my crotch. Tra-la-la. Yeah, what are you wearing beneath that dress? Nothing, 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 tra-la-la. She has a lie detector test as well, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. She says, uh, She says, what, do you want me to take a lie detector? We get a close-up on Michael Douglas till it hits him in the face, and then we cut straight to, yes, obviously we do. Here you are, passing the my, uh, lie detector test. Michael Douglas, not happy about that. He's like, fuck this. Then she says, hey, can anyone give me a ride home? And they all look a little bit... Uh, bit sheepish at that because obviously they're all going to go and masturbate about the uh, vagina flash and uh, except Michael <laughs> Douglas who's just gone I'll fucking take you home absolutely <laughs> don't you worry about that oh yes and on the way home she just says so what did you what did you learn about me other than I wear no underwear he said that's about it to be honest and he said that's all I need to know just say that again a bit slower into this microphone <laughs> it's alive it's alive it's alive then we meet arguably the least likable character of uh, the film. It's IA agent Marty, who's calling him Shooter. Yeah. And he's saying, hey, when did you start drinking again, Shooter? He keeps saying Shooter. He says it too often. But um, uh, I quite like it, actually, because everyone seems to hate Marty. It doesn't even matter who he fuck it, who he's talked to. Everyone hates him. It's amazing. I know him as the uh, one of the teachers in the faculty. That guy who plays Marty. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a dick in that as well, wasn't he? He is, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Buys Michael Douglas a drink as well. Maybe not all yeah. bad. Jean Triple Earn turns up. Yeah, she's just like, what are, what are you doing here drinking? Uh, yeah. Marty says something to her. She says, fuck off, Marty, which is nice. Colleagues and all that. <laughs> <laughs> also tells him to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Marty's not got a complex about it at all. Just living his best life there. Yeah, everyone telling him to fuck off and him laughing about it. Yeah. And uh, off off they go. Yeah, off they go back to her house. Not Marty, obviously. Michael Douglas and Jim <laughs> Triplorn. 
and Gus. He's, yeah, <laughs> Gus riding along, <laughs> as ever. So to speak. It's 36 minutes, and we get to see a different pair of tits. Yeah. Michael Douglas's. <laughs> I just, no, Michael, Doug, Michael Douglas's sex scenes, are, they're just not. <laughs> no, I'm, They're I'm, all I'm like not, this, aren't they? I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest. Uh, it's, it's practically a rape. Um, Michael Douglas has very aggressive sex with Jean Triplehorn, whether she wants it or not. Um, <laughs> I have written Mercifully Brief, which is my sex tape. <laughs> yes, that was the review for it, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was the one I wrote. It's on the front cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I sent you it, to be honest. <laughs> and one review you could never say about this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is a horrible scene. I don't like it. No, I know. It's, it's pretty much a rape. Um, Just rips her fucking say. underwear off. Yeah. Can't be. That's got to be painful for her. Yeah, you'd think so. It's going to leave a mark, isn't it? That You get that sort of ripped off. Unless it's a Hulk Hogan t-shirt style material that just tears off the brief suggestion of it. He should have made underwear like that, shouldn't he? He should have... <laughs> Hulk Hogan's sexy underwear. <laughs> <laughs> With Hulkamania written on it. <laughs> yeah, I guess he should have, yeah. It's still time. <laughs> it just rips him off like the advert. It's just him ripping yeah. them off. Dun, 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 dun. Look at my dun, sexy dun. underwear, brother. <laughs> yeah, that could have been the, the music, but it'd be played in the soft uh, saxophone. Yeah, like vaudeville. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Upbeat dance hall. I mean, sexy saxophone. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody comedy saxophone. It's it's the time for... Yakety sax. It's the the time for love. It's the time for love, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. What are you going to do when the hogster comes for you? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. <laughs> mean Gene's wearing them. Just rips them off him. <laughs> oh, I'm going for a piss now. Not a wank. Okay, I'm going for a piss. So what happens next? He goes back to the police station or some shit. Yeah, yeah. She says, well, it's never like that before. And uh, he's just like, ah, fuck off and leaves. Yeah, he's, he's just lying there just with his shirt on. He's just like Winnie the Pooh in it, isn't he? Just with his fucking arse out. <laughs> yeah, do you know Do you know what's weird, right? Uh, over the way from her apartment, uh, you get to see some sort of aerobics class. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the, in the distance. Open. Yeah, everyone's yeah. got the curtains open, so all the, the drapes are open. And we get to see some aerobics class in the uh, in the background. Which means I suggest, I guess, if we can see them, then they can see us. What, me so and I you? I don't know whether... <laughs> yeah, I, I think not. that's how TV works, isn't it? <laughs> Michael Douglas can see me and you watching. <laughs> watching him as his, as his buttocks get sweaty. Sharon Stone in that interview room, there was loads of the police, and then just me and you just watching. I am certain she was looking at me when she did that, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yep, she was for, she was for all intents and purposes. Yeah, then he just puts his puts his fucking trousers on and fucks off, doesn't he? Yeah, says, right, I'm out of here. See you, love. Yeah, it turns out, of course, uh, they do have a little bit of pillow talk. And um, Gene Triplehorn actually knows Sharon Stone's character. 
What? Uh-huh. How? Oh, more on that later on. Oh. I know, yeah. Leading it's me like in suspense. A, well, that's what the film's doing. It's keeping dropping you these little things and then just fucking off and not doing another stuff. Yeah. Yep, so off, off we go. Back to the station. Uh, there's a previous stabbing. I think this is a... Um, he asked for a cigarette as well then, doesn't he? After they've had violent sex. Yeah, well... She's not happy that's, with that's that. That's Michael Douglas all over, isn't it? Started that's, drinking. That's, that's what she's not happy with. Never mind the rape. It's it's the smoking that she can't stomach. No. Uh, anyway, cut to the police station. Yep, turns out, turns out, right, that Sharon Stone was ha- hanging around the place where somebody else was killed once. Her old professor... She was at the college at the time that he died. Michael mm. Douglas has heard enough, jumps in his car, fucking drives off. Drives off like a fucking lunatic. Big sunglasses, Michael Douglas. Yeah, Michael Douglas with his black rain sunglasses. Yeah, he does look good in those sunglasses, to be honest. Yeah, pretty cool. They do suit him. But yeah, so he, he drives off. He, he's going to follow Sharon Stone. Um, unfortunately, what he doesn't realise is that Sharon Stone's some sort of fucking rally driver. And loses him, <laughs> loses him through the traffic. Um, he nearly dies <laughs> about fucking six or seven times <laughs> just trying to chase her. <laughs> and uh, and then he just finds that she's parked outside this old woman's house. He's, he's like a pervert, isn't he, Michael Douglas? Hazel Dobkins. That's whose house it is. Yeah, he's just following her. He's following her and peeping on her. Yeah, he's obsessed. What? Well, um, then, of course, then uh, she leaves. So he follows her again. And uh, she loses him again because he's fucking rubbish at surveillance, as it turns out. Um, but I'll tell you what, he's not that bad at surveillance when she's just getting naked at home. He's very good at that. He's very thorough. Yeah, because he gets to see this is 45 minutes into the film now. We get Sharon Stone, tits, ass, and bush. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know what? Listeners. <laughs> I, I could have. I knew you were going to pause when you before you said. But I knew. I knew how you were going to describe that scene when I was watching it. I was like, he's going to pause and he's going to say bush. He's going to put emphasis on the B. It's just it was the I early nineties. We all had it back then. Hey, I'm, I'm. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I like. Yeah. A, I like a bit of bush. Well, oh, we yes. know that about you. That's why you voted for him. <laughs> Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone could have it however she wanted. We're like a fucking jungle down there, it'd be fine. <laughs> that was Ken's review on IMDb, if you want to have a, have a glance. we like Superfly Jimmy Schnooker's hair, and it's not a problem with me. Brother. Wearing those Hogan underwear. Easily yeah. rip-offable Hogan underwear. Anyway, yeah. So the, on the on the front of the underwear, we should just have the handlebar like faux hair mustache on the front. What coming out of the coming out of them? <laughs> Not coming out the sides, no. <laughs> coming, on the front, coming out, coming out from the inside, <laughs> hanging down the leg. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That would be be sexy, and if your if your gentleman friend enjoys the wrestling, it'll be a nice treat. Gentleman friend, <laughs> it'd be a nice treat for him. That's a good name for a character. I'm writing it down. Gentleman friend. <laughs> <laughs> he's in. He's in the pitch. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So uh, anyway, it's a very brief scene of uh, Tits Ash and Bush. 
Um, Ash. Uh, it's, it's, Are you Sean Ash, Connery? Ash. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sharon Stone's Ash. <laughs> Crikey. That's one thing I never thought I'd see. <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery's inexplicably with him. <laughs> He's in the uh, tree next to him with his binoculars. Yeah, and then he has a look on the computer. Gus is with him, obviously. Yeah. And he's, he's saying that Hazel Dobkins uh, is is convicted of homicide. She killed her fucking husband and three kids. Good the answer the, the reason she did it, she don't know. She just did. She doesn't know. <laughs> don't she know. just did it. Yeah, read it in a book. No, but it's just like, oh, okay, well, maybe we'll find out later. No, we don't. Yeah. So anyway, my good dog, he's back at Sharon Stone's house. She says I'm using you as the uh, detective for my new book. Um, which we all sort of got from the first bit, but she now explains that. And then she gets the ice pick out and stabs the ice. I just say, I've never seen you? anyone ever have an ice pick in real life, have you? Do you know anyone? That's no, been? no. No, I don't see what the point is. It makes a hell of a fucking mess, and you can just you can make your own ice. You don't need to make a massive ball of fucking ice. You wouldn't even be able to make a massive ball of ice, would you? You can't just put a ball of water in the freezer and hope it freezes instantly. No. You can't, Dom. I know you think you can, but you can't. I've tried, but... It's, I know no. you have. You've failed every time. Yeah, that's from this film. That was my takeaway from this film. I need to get myself an ice pick. Well, yeah, you probably buy them. I mean, they do say that you can get them everywhere for like one, one dollar or something, dollar sixty-nine, down at the store. I'd buy that for a dollar sixty-nine. <laughs> sixty-nine. Maybe I made that up. Maybe I just threw that sixty-nine in due to sex on the brain. Classic yeah, case. She gets yeah. ice all over the floor and everything. Absolute know, yeah. mess. Absolute nightmare to live with. Yeah. Mind you, Sharon Stone. Uh, Michael Douglas, he's watching it going like that. Fucking hell, a nice pick. Yeah, yeah, she does detective. say that. He's a detective, <laughs> isn't he? Just shouts it out. <laughs> he's, a, he's a clever detective. He wouldn't let her know that he's onto her. Yeah. Michael Douglas looks like he just wants to rape Sharon Stone in every scene he's in with her, doesn't he? Yeah. She gets very close to him in this next scene. So yeah. talking about Coke again. That's because uh, it's, he, he mentions the fact that the professor was killed while she was at the college. Um, she says, yeah, he was a counsellor as I was a freshman. She calls him Shooter now as well, which is very odd. Yeah. And uh, then very, very close to his face. It's perhaps too close. I'd feel uncomfortable with that. I think so. I don't think regardless of who it is, that's just too, just too close for me, brother. Yeah, she she mentions uh, stupid cocaine and says that that's uh, that's it's why you killed the tourist and uh, why your wife killed herself. Yeah, and then in walks Roxy, and we have a little bit of lesbianos. Yeah, because Roxy turns out Roxy's sort of her lesbian lover. Oh yes, my God, I know it's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> beautiful. I'd like to have seen a little bit more lesbianism in this film, to be honest. Yeah, is that was that your review of it? Was it? Yeah, not enough for lesbians, which is another one yeah. of Ken's films. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a single lesbian in the film. <laughs> Just looking for an hour and a half. Yeah, it's um. Anyway, there's a little bit of lesbianism, and uh, Michael Douglas leaves. He goes to go shout at Gene Triple or <laughs> bloody Woody. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he goes to shout today from Toy Story. Uh, who- <laughs> Yeah, bloody Tom Hanks. Stuffed down his trousers. Howdy, partner. (laughs) Round them up. (laughs) 
Yeah, he goes and shouts at Jean Tripplehorn for a bit. Yeah, says, you sold my file. Who to? And she says, Hulk Hogan. (laughs) 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 That son of a bitch. Here's a pitch for you, Ken. Basic instinct, but instead of Sharon Stone, it's Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Fuck's sake, man. That is my pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Except it wasn't necessarily Hulk Hogan. Not necessarily Hulk Hogan's penis. It would be Terry (laughs) Belayers, unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately for his lady. Lady co-star. Imagine Hulk Hogan in that starting scene. (laughs) (laughs) Just whipping his hair around. (laughs) Bandana nearly coming off. (laughs) He He goes and shouts at fucking Marty as well, doesn't he? Yeah, and he does. He, he pushes him up against the, uh, the the fence, the table, doesn't he? The fence, the fence, the yeah. Fucking, the, the fucking wall, and they're, shit. In the, they're in the schoolyard. It's break time. Yeah, and he says, uh, "As a go at him, says, why well, you sell my fucking file?'" And uh, he just says, uh, "You're finished. You're finished, Nick. You're a and fool. Then, uh, You're a flipping fool." Oh, yeah. It doesn't go that far, thankfully. Um, and then we cut to Michael Douglas just uh, laid on his couch, drunk. Yeah, he's drinking Jack Daniels neat like a fucking lunatic. He is, yeah. You don't be doing that on your own. No. But he does. And he's there and he's he's drinking away, drinking away. Then suddenly he wakes up. The TV's still on because he's fallen asleep. Do you know what was on the TV? No. He's really watching Hellraiser. Is he? Hellraiser's on TV, yeah. Bloody hell. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, just... that's... Jean Triplehorn turns up before that, doesn't she? She turns up and, uh, yeah, he wakes up to see what the fuck's going on. And in the, like, the back, Hellraiser's on the TV. Oh, nice. Good I taste. Know, yeah. I know, weird, isn't it? Yeah, she couldn't say drop her keys off or some shit. Bart Simpson on the um, on the key ring. She has got Bart Simpson on the key ring. It's massive as well, that. Like, life size. So we all have it. <laughs> it's not real, so, yeah, it could be, couldn't it? Yeah, five foot tall, that key ring. And he has, he has a phone call and he just says, I'm on my way. And yeah. on the scene, on the scene, there's a corpse. Everyone's looking at him going, oh, fucking hell, mate. Who could this corpse really be? Douglas. Would we already know who the corpse is? It's revealed to be none other than Hulk Hogan. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, it's Marty. He's dead. It's He's Hulk Hogan's shot. theme playing, but um, like a <laughs> orchestra version. Yeah, it's like the America fuck yeah sad bit. I thought the um the makeup for the gun wound was terrible in this bit. Yeah, it just looked like it was just got sellotape to his head, didn't it? Yeah, like painted on. Like yeah. but... but anyway, he's he's been killed. It's Marty. He's got a thirty eight caliber one shot to the head, dead. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they take Michael Douglas straight off to the interview room where we have a little brief uh, reprise of the uh, Sharon Stone interview. Yeah, and he says, "What are you going to charge me? Charge me with smoking?" And he says, "What? Well, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't threaten him in public and then kill him, would I?" And they were like, "No, it's like writing a book where that's." And it's like, <gasps> "My Michael's God, like, my my God, this is exactly the same as the previous scene." Let's hope Michael Douglas is wearing underpants. <laughs> I think they, someone actually does say that line. <laughs> I just hope to God he's wearing underpants. It's uh, Mister Beamish again at the back. I say, I hope he's wearing underwear. I hope he's wearing undergarments. 
<laughs> I've only just got that monocle back in. Yeah, not as good this scene, is it, without Sharon Stone in it? No, it's not, no. But Tim, hasn't everything escalated quickly? It was at this point when I didn't actually know how long had passed since the opening scene at all. Because mm. we're only an hour into the film, yet he's now suddenly up for murder of an IA agent. He's madly like in sexual lust of Sharon Stone, which she seems to be like teasing him with. There's an IA officer who's stealing files and selling them. He's having a, a like sex with the other doctor that he was all previously in a relationship. He's drinking, he's Ripping smoking. Ripping her underwear off, left, right and centre. Yeah, drinking and smoking. Hulk Hogan keeps popping in. Gus is riding in like a madman. And we don't know what the fuck's going on. And we don't, I don't, honestly don't know how many days have passed since the initial Johnny Boz murder. I think it's the, the next day, isn't it? there's a lot gone on isn't there because michael douglas is still wearing that same suit so i'm (laughs) assuming it's the same day (laughs) it's just meanwhile yeah it's just everything's at the same time that's true that's a good point like he goes off the rails within about three days (laughs) yeah it's just like i've got no clue as how long has, has passed in this film at all he's not even an hour yet gone in the film so i don't know how long it's supposed to have been but suddenly he's gone from clean cut i'm I'm back on the right track cop to i'm up for murder and i'm a drinking smoking rapist (laughs) yeah yeah so maybe it is the next day i don't know maybe he's just easily led yeah and uh i think gene triple on still loves him anyway that's that's the thing yeah and then she she owns up again to knowing Catherine tremor saying uh, she scared me at school Though I have no idea why. And he goes, oh, okay. And then they have a kiss and she has a smile. And as she's walking off, she smiles at him. And as he turns around, she instantly drops the smile to the point of being a lunatic and an immediate suspect on everything. Yeah. But, however, her saying that Catherine Trammell, Sharon Stone, scared her at school instantly, therefore, reinforces the fact that she killed everybody. Yeah. So off he goes, off he goes to her house. But uh, she's not there because she's outside his house. Fuck's sake, imagine that. Yeah, big sunglasses again. Yeah, says, do you want to, can I come in for a drink? And he goes upstairs, he's got a fucking ice pick. I know, that's what I mean, I've never seen him, everyone's got him. He's shit at it, isn't he? He can't bloody do it. Uh, they mention the smoking, they do all that business. She says uh, the, about the book, uh, said her parents are dead in an accident. Uh, he thinks, hello, hello, here we go. This is all. Yeah. This is what it's all about. So this happened before with Glenn Close. I better watch yeah. my watch myself here. Although that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for some that reason. Never happened. So, and then she says, "Right, well, if you if you want me, I'll, I'll be out. I'm going to a club tonight, and uh, you better believe he's going to turn up." Yeah, I like how when they go to this club, it's like in a church, and all the bartenders are dressed as vicars. Yeah, it's very nice, isn't it? Yeah. And Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, of course, is dressed as Arnold Schwarzenegger from Commando. He's dressed as the Pope. Little white hat and gown. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh, he's wearing a little green top with a big yeah. V neck and no shirt underneath. Looks very he unusual. Is. Looks like someone's yeah. dad come to pick him up. Yeah, I was going to say he also looks twenty years older than everybody else in this club. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I don't know how that's aged him so much, but it has. And I love how everyone's dancing in this. Everyone's they're proper going for it. They're all dancing, but it's like it's not full, is it? If that was no. a club over in England, then people wouldn't be able to move. It would be that full. But always in these places and in, in films, there's always just enough people for it to look busy, 
but uh, it's for everyone to be able to freedom of movement. Everyone's very beautiful as well. Like that, that's, that's not true in real life, is it? When you go places like that? No, certainly not. He goes into the men's toilet and it's the busiest toilets with just women, men. Everyone's in there doing coke and yeah, having a little uh, having a little bit of shenanigans in there. Yeah, Gus is in there having a shit in the cubicle next to him. <laughs> Yeah. he's not noticed all of the other crazy business going on. He yeah. just needs a shit and he knows where to go. He sees Sharon Stone. She's doing coke in the toilet with a lesbian lover and uh, some random guy. Yep, he goes outside, has a bit of a sexy dance with Roxy. She shuts Very the door nice. in his face as well when he turns up. It's like, hi, yeah. I've come dressed as a fucking your dad. Hello, I'm here to collect you. <laughs> You've got school tomorrow, young lady. <laughs> And she just shuts, slams the door in his face and we cut to him uh, dancing. Yeah, and he's just sort of like following around like a little schoolboy. I like how uh, when they're dancing, um, the lesbian lovers just sort of like fist pumping the air behind them. <laughs> the dancing's <laughs> fucking terrible. I think it was very sexy. Michael Douglas is just having like a fucking cognac <laughs> just in the corner. <laughs> yeah, it's what your dad would do. <laughs> exactly. Like, what's he drinking? You're in a nightclub, man. <laughs> and he's literally just spends the whole time just staring at her. Yep, very like, seductive, isn't like it? An that? absolute lunatic, Michael Douglas, in this scene. Yep. And um, he, I tell you what, though, he, he finally gets his kiss, doesn't he? Though, he yeah, gets Hulk his Hogan off Sharon Stone. <laughs> oh, and Sharon Stone, yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan runs in, tags Give me a kiss, brother. In. Tags himself in and uh, smooches Michael Douglas. Let me tell you something, Michael Douglas. <laughs> this is a really good yeah. party we got here, dude. And then he, and then he runs wild on him. <laughs> Every film would be better if Hulk Hogan was the main character. <laughs> it might be. It might be. <laughs> I do look anyway. like how, how when they're like dancing and she's chatting to him, the the, the sort of lesbian, I don't know what, her, was it Roxy? She's yeah. just staring, giving him an evil evil look constantly. Yes, Yeah, she's not happy with it. No. But uh, he's not bothered. He's not bothered because um, he's going home with her. He's off home with Catherine Trammell. My God. And we finally, finally get a sex scene between the two of them. 71 minutes, Dom. Yeah. We get Michael Douglas's little ass pumping around. <laughs> we get Sharon Stone's tits again, of course. And then Michael Douglas, he goes for a little deep dive of his own, doesn't he? <laughs> Works his way down. And, yeah, uh, he's talking about us doing deep dives of films. Michael Douglas is doing his own deep dive here. He's deep diving Sharon Stone right now. And uh, tell you what, that's not going to do his throat any good, is it? Really getting a bit of that down there. Uh, yeah, not going to do it any good, but uh, you know, she seems all right with it. Of course, uh, we do. We do get the bush one more time. Michael <laughs> Douglas's face buried in bush, nostril deep, as it were, so to speak. Yes, if you catch my drift. And um, Sharon Stone returns the favour. And again, I'm thinking, well, I'd have been done long, long time ago. I don't know how he's uh, he's still up for that. If you uh, know what I mean, then um, I thought it all finished, but it turns out that no, she's just about to tie him up. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I read it as uh, that was that done, but no, she ties him up and uh, cracks on for another little bit. <laughs> He's a bit worried, thinking, "Oh no, she's going to stab me in the fucking face now with an ice pick." 
But, of course, he just lets her do it <laughs> because it's Sharon Stone. Yeah, you would so, to be honest. Uh, yeah, and she doesn't kill him at all. We just next scenes them awake again. And uh, Michael Douglas gives her a little moonlight buttock, moonlight buttock <laughs> walk across the, uh, the bedroom. The Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, Emilio Estevez. I <laughs> love that. That's fucking yeah, great. The load, loaded like, weapon load, part loaded one. Weapon. Moonlit, moonlight buttocks. <laughs> Washes his face and his uh, and his dick. And Roxy. <laughs> Roxy's in the bloody bathroom. Hulk Hogan's in the bathroom with him. <laughs> Behind the shower curtain. <laughs> you can I just see, see the silhouette of Hulk Hogan <laughs> <laughs> in your shower. Right, I think we should uh, we should market it. You can get a shower curtain with Hulk Hogan's silhouette on it. <laughs> so every time you have a shower, you can imagine that Hulk Hogan's waiting for you. <laughs> and for your partner, while she's showering, yeah. she thinks she's she's got Hulk Hogan in there. <laughs> it's the perfect gift. <laughs> Here we go, merchandise. It's Roxy, she's in the bathroom, and she says to Michael Douglas, leave Sharon Stone alone, or I'll kill you. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> I don't understand. No, it, he, he uh, retaliates by simply saying that Sharon Stone is the fuck of the century. Wow. And I think that's probably how she'd like to be remembered. <laughs> um, and then she says, well, she likes me to watch, which is why I'm watching. Um, so, you know, back off, man. And uh, that's the end of that, and she leaves. And he goes back to bed. Is it, is, do you like it? He's got scratches on his back as well. He has, yeah. What, what was it? She leaves a note, doesn't he? He wakes up in the morning, there's a note there. Yeah. She says, uh, I'm off meet, I'm going to meet Hulk Hogan down at the Yacht Club. <laughs> For luncheon. Yeah, and he says, well, fair enough. No, he says, uh, I'm, I'm at the beach. So he just goes and follows her. He's acting He's acting very high spirits in this scene. I didn't like him in this scene. And his bomber jacket. Yeah, he's almost, he's like too too confident, isn't he? He's acting a bit cocky, you know, because yeah. he's had sex with Sharon Stone. So he's acting like, uh, you know, oh, yeah, that was, that was great. She was like, yeah, it was okay. And he says, yeah, but I bet you've never had anything like that before. She goes, of course I haven't fucking Sharon Stone, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, and he's trying to like big up his part in it all. And she was like, yeah, it was all right, yeah, whatever. Brings him back down to earth. He goes to see Gus now, who's drunk on his own. In fancy dress. Dressed <laughs> like a cowboy, <laughs> of course. Because it's San Francisco, isn't it? It's bloody cowboy country. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. He's even he's got a, like the, um, the instead of a tie, it's the sort of string. Yeah, he's got a little leather, leather strip. And yeah. he's, he's, he's got a bloody big cowboy hat on. And I don't know, he's at some sort of like barn dance in the middle of San Francisco. They talk about a safety deposit box. Uh, it's got 50K in it. I'm not sure what that's got to do with anything, the safety deposit box. He says, well, she didn't even know me then. And I don't know, I missed it because I was thinking, what the fuck's he dressed like a cowboy? He's not happy that Michael Douglas had sex with Sharon Stone. No. Well, I'm not either, you know, because I, I saw it as well. I was still not happy. Gus says to Michael Douglas, I don't give a flying chili bean fart about a rubber. Huh. Imagine that. What do you think to that sentence? Some friend he is, right? And as they're leaving, I liked it that um, the bartender asked for the money for Gus's drinks and Michael Douglas has it to hand instantly. Yeah, you know, he always carries around the exact amount of money that Gus can drink. <laughs> that's how well they know each other. Yeah, they go to a diner now that's also open and fucking full, so I don't know what time it is. But 
It's called Chili Bean Farts. <laughs> Gus, he's uh, he's been a bit inappropriate, isn't he? Shouting about that. His family's in there. And then he, he decides that uh, he's just going to drive home. The twin dragons are in there as well, ready to go yeah. on their trip away. Yeah. Uh, if, if he'd have said anything about being a Mack truck, there would have been trouble, but um, thankfully he didn't. <laughs> yeah, and then he yeah. just says, right, I'm going to drive home. And he says, are you sure you should? Because you're drunk. He's like, ah, fuck it. And uh, Michael Douglas just goes, ah, yeah, fuck it. See you tomorrow, mate. And uh, just lets him drive home, even though he can hardly walk. Yeah. Which is a nice touch. Yeah. And do you know what I thought then? Do you know what I thought? I thought, well, Gus is going to get killed now, isn't he? He's going to be run off the road, and they're going to say that his alcohol blood level was too high, and he's therefore drunk. And Michael Douglas would be like, no, but I saw it murder. And um, it doesn't fucking happen at all. No. That doesn't happen. We just get Michael Douglas driving like a dickhead. Michael Douglas walking, just walking, like pretty much just jumping up and clicking his heels because he's had sex with Sharon Stone. You know, walking really too happy with himself, even though it's the middle of the night and we don't know where the fuck he is. Yeah, whistling. And... uh, yeah, and a car tries to run him down, which he avoids twice, and uh, then gets in his car, and there's another chase. Yeah. It was at this point, right, I started to think, why is Michael Douglas like driving into things and not giving a shit? Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. He's, I remember this like, is a, very he's, unnecessary. He's crashing himself into other cars. He's fucking driving upstairs. He's like down ramps. He's playing chicken. He's just like, what are you doing all this for? But he's doing it. I also thought, why are you doing all that when you're actually still behind this car and you've done all that to get a shortcut and it's nowhere near it? But it turns out he's in front of the car and that's how they play chicken. Yeah. And the other car swerves, crashes, flies off a fucking A-team ramp, spins in the air, lands, and uh, guess who it is? Hulk Hogan. It is Hulk Hogan, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You've killed me, brother. It's the Hulkster. (laughs) He's like, my God, Hulk Hogan. (laughs) We should have listened to him. He said it was Hulk Hogan all along. (laughs) Get me mean gene. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's the uh, Roxy. Roxy. It's Roxy, of course. Yes, it's Roxy. Uh, I like like the fact that the captain turns up and, and tells Michael Douglas, he just simply says to Michael Douglas, fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> which is nice <laughs> i like how she's like for that crash there's literally not a scratch on her but she is dead she is dead yeah i thought they were just airlifting her up to safety into the hospital but no they have they declared her dead but she's beautiful so they don't close the body bag yeah so we can still see that she's beautiful which is nice yeah michael douglas miraculously he does get a fuck you but at the same time he should be arrested now yeah because um the oh it was all innocent and i just i was just out for a walk and then this happened and it's yeah, or oh, whatever. But still, I did I did laugh at seeing her sort of winched up on that fucking thing though. I thought that was quite funny the way they were getting the, the body out. But it was like the opposite of the um, body being taken in Operation Double O Seven, Double Double O Seven. I mean, yeah, isn't it? the winch and the body on the bag and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, we're off now. He, he goes to a psych evaluation. Uh, two other docs, uh, doctors, and the Triple Horn. And, and pictures of loads of like, there's loads of pictures on the wall behind him is what I remember, like portraits of people. Yeah, it, Walt Disney, he's one of them. Yeah, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Reagan, yeah, he's there. <laughs> Old Kogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And he gives us like, a, he gives us a one, two, three, four, five, doesn't he? So we're going to ask you a few questions. Yeah. And uh, he answers uh, all, all five questions, even though he's asking them. And uh, it is, you know, he's been a bit smart there. And he's out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, they're asking about his childhood and shit, aren't they? Yeah, and he's just like, one, my dad would never disappointed in me and all that, and two, and then he does actually mention uh, masturbation again. Yeah. And yeah, he just can't remember how many times he masturbated, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't look in the pan when I flush the toilet, all that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, imagine, I mean, what? Really? He Wipes his ass and assumes it's, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> That's Michael Douglas for you. Yeah, to be fair, Gus wipes his ass for him, so how yeah, would he Yeah, Gus has a second check for him. Yeah. Doesn't he? He, has, yeah. he just has a cursory wipe, and then Gus finishes it off. That's another good name, isn't it? Cursory wipe. He's in. But uh, he tells the two doctors to go fuck themselves, as he has to literally everyone he's met in this film, I think, and uh, leaves, and Gene Triple Horn runs after him, shouts in her face as well. Yeah, she says, I feel sorry for you. And uh, he says, I wouldn't feel sorry for me. I've been having sex with Catherine... Uh, Tramel, so you know, don't worry about me. And speaking of which, he goes to her house. She's upset. She's crying because uh, Roxy's dead. You know, she liked Roxy, and so she's upset. And um, to cheer her up, Michael Douglas has sex with her. Yeah, it's nice. Of him. It is nice. Yeah, what a and great guy. Turns out, turns out that Roxy is is another twist for you. Roxy was a kid killer. Yeah. She killed somebody. Razor to the throat. Why? No idea. No, we're never told. She just did, exactly. Same as this bloody whatever her name was from earlier. Hazel. Hazel Dobkins. We just she just did. At this point I think somebody just says, uh, uh, does she know anyone who hasn't killed someone? Which I thought was quite a good uh, a good question. Because everyone she knows seems to have killed somebody. They seal juvenile records until she's deceased. That's why he couldn't find anything on her. Because mm. she did it when she was sixteen. Yeah, well, there you go. Because if anyone, you know, you should withhold stuff like that from the police. Definitely, that's just uh, that's just how he works, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So he goes off. He goes off to uh, Berkeley University to find out who Lisa Oberman is. Now I don't know how the fuck he got Oberman from or Lisa. I don't know any of this. What happened? But he goes and he asks, uh, you know, where is she? And she says, "Don't know anything about it." So he's like, "What the fuck? That was a lie." So he goes and confronts Tramel and says, "She doesn't exist." And she says, it was Hoberman with an H. And he's like, Doh. So he went all that way and asked for the wrong name. It's weird, isn't it? I didn't get any of that. I didn't get any no, of that I didn't in the story. Any, I, I, just thought, I just thought, when did anyone mention Lisa Hoberman? No. I don't know. And if it was when they were naked, there's no wonder I don't fucking made any notes on that. <laughs> anyway, we get to Lisa Hoberman. So we do find out there was a Hoberman. And we look at her ID. And it's... It's Gene Triplehorn with blonde hair, looking nothing like Sharon Stone, except for she's got blonde hair. And what they do then is they show her with blonde hair, show her with dark hair, show her with blonde hair, show her with dark hair. And that's Just to how make I knew sure. it was the same person. Yeah, that's how I knew. <laughs> you couldn't tell before, could you? No, I wasn't aware until they showed me it three or four times. And I thought, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, because she looks exactly the same. She's got the same fucking face, just different hair. It's almost as if they took that picture. Like they didn't even get a younger picture of uh, Gene Triplehorn. No, it was, it was the same day, wasn't it? Just put this wig on and take another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are anyway, you wearing this so... fucking wig in this fucking picture? <laughs> Blatant wig. So, so, Michael Douglas, right? He's he's off back to the doc's apartment. 
Um, obviously, the aerobics class is still going on in the background. Twenty-four hour that. fucking aerobics yeah. class. <laughs> I don't know how long that is, but they're still going. Must be a charity um, thing. She's then saying that she slept with Catherine Tramell at school, and then Tramell became obsessed and copied her. Yeah, same hair, but same wait, bush. But wait, <laughs> that's how we'd have found out because she's, you know, because Sharon Stone's bush was quite light. In colour. In weight, like Hulk Hogan's dick. <laughs> what? Terry Googled, Bollea's dick, sorry. If you, if you Google what is the weight of Sharon Stone's pubis, <laughs> then maybe, <laughs> maybe that'll give us the answer. I can't. It's a work computer. They don't like me doing that. It's only off in the past. <laughs> Stop looking at the weight of pubises. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm on lunch. And it's, uh, yeah, so she says all that. And she was like, no, Catherine said, you were obsessed with her. That's why you've got blonde hair in one of these photos of you both from yesterday. Yeah. And she was like, well, why would I kill anyone? And um, that's a fair question, which we don't know the answer to. (laughs) She's like, yeah, that's a fair point. I don't know. But there was apparently, there was a file on the report. So Sharon Stone reported Gene Triplehorn stalking her to the police and there was a file. So Michael Douglas goes to have a look and try and find the uh, the file. Fortunately, uh, a guy who looks like Biff from Back to the Future is working in the records department and says, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found it. Here you go. And then, and then he says... Uh, <laughs> is that the guy with like the, the, the sort of brown-tinted glasses? Yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah. a bit like uh, Tackleberry as well from the Police Academy. He does films. look like Tackleberry. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's there saying, yeah, we did have a file. But Marty from the uh, IA, he, he's had it for a year. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that. And everyone's just like, oh, IA knew about this. And it's like, oh, no. And by this point, you're thinking, oh, fucking hell, who cares? Come on, hurry up and finish. Yeah, he goes and speaks to Gus, thinks that um, Gene Tripolon killed Boz to frame uh, Sharon Stone. Yeah, although we're not sure why. Why would that still be like a motive? I mean, how many fucking years ago was this? 83? Yeah. So that's like nine years ago, and now she's going to try and frame somebody that she used to know. What? Yeah. Why? You have to be nuttier than a £20 Christmas fruitcake <laughs> to believe that theory, he says to he's got, Michael he's Douglas. Some good phrases from Gus. He is, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like we don't know why that would still be a part of her life, but obviously it is. So the uh, Internal Affairs found that as the motive. So she killed Marty as well. Don't you see? It was Gene Triplehorn all along. What? Yes, it's as easy as that. We've cracked the case, Tom. Gene Triplehorn has been trying to frame Catherine for reasons unknown, other than once they knew each other nine years ago, and then has murdered Internal Affairs Officer Marty Nilsson because he found out that there's a motive for her to have done all this, even though there really probably isn't. Mm. And there we go. So Michael Douglas goes home and he finds out he's got a massive plant in his apartment and Sharon Stone's with it. And Sharon Stone gets a tit out and just says, you might never see these again. He's like, you're right, I might not. Let's yeah. guess go and sit naked in the window and smoke. <laughs> it's a horrible scene, isn't it, Michael Douglas? Yes, we don't want to see that. But uh, still, he, off he goes. And right, now, he, now he's on the uh, trail. Michael Douglas is on the trail of uh, Beth, which is Jean Triplehorn. Uh, let's go and find where her husband is. 
because that's why she changed her name from Hoberman. So let's go and find her husband. Goes to the hospital. Oh no, he's dead. He was shot with a thirty-eight caliber bullet. Oh my god! And the cop says another Frisco cop came here over here a year ago. That guy's been they... in a load of films, hasn't he? That guy. Yeah. The, the policeman he speaks to. Yeah, he just he just says he doesn't know shit about shit. I don't know shit about dick. He says <laughs> he does say that. Yeah. I don't know fuck about cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Michael Douglas says. <laughs> One up in him, winning that argument. I don't know. Hulk Who, about Hogan, brother. <laughs> Whoever knows the least. <laughs> they just keep saying that to each other, just different versions of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. And he's just like, Jesus, this is never going to end. <laughs> it turns out that man knows less than anyone I've ever known. <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> he's not even washing. He's washing a car. I don't think anyone asked him to. I don't think he's even in the police, is he, that guy? He's not fucking doing it very well, is he? No. And he's saying, yeah, well, we even questioned the girlfriend. And it was like, what? He had a girlfriend? And he's like, no, the wife did. And we're just like... like, (gasps) It's like, what the the fuck? What what, was everyone talking about? (laughs) What's the plot of this film? (laughs) Hang on, where's where's more tits? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Why is Michael Douglas wearing cowboy boots? That's what I want to know. I was just, I was looking like just around the room. I was on my own. I was just looking around the room for help as to what the hell is going on now. Anyway, he's off now. He's off back to Catherine's house. Her book is printing in her own house. Like she hasn't got anyone that actually does that for her. Being a best-selling yeah. author or anything, she prints her own fucking books. <laughs> she, it's called Shooter. And yeah. uh, she, she comes out of a different room. Uh, nips first, obviously. You can see them. Very nice. She says, I've finished the book. And uh, then she says, so you can go now. I don't need you anymore. There's got to be an easier way of getting ideas for novels, hasn't there? I'd imagine so. I mean, I've never written one. Maybe that's where I've gone wrong. Maybe I should go and seduce some cops. You don't see Stephen King shagging Michael Douglas every time he needs to fucking get an idea for a new book, does he? He's never come out and said he hasn't. (laughs) I suppose so. I I don't remember that press release. Listeners, does does Stephen King have sex with Michael Douglas in between each book release? Let us know. Badmovieclubgmail.com. Yes or no. We don't need anything else. Just yes or no. Even evidence. We just want a yes or no. (laughs) We just want to know what you think. That'd be funny if we check the inbox and there's just loads of emails just saying yes or no. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be one of them. You can't can't say perhaps. I'm not having that. You, You go one way and you stick with it. Yeah, don't sit on the fence with this, goddammit. Not this. It's too important. It is. I know she keeps calling him Shooter now. Yeah. Oh, Hazel. Hazel's there. The old woman who killed her own family. She's there. And uh, it's got Mm. fuck all to do with it. Absolutely nothing to do with it. Gus, meanwhile, he's got a tip that he's going to go and speak to somebody who knew them both. And that's his tip. That's his hot tip. So Michael Douglas says, I'll come with you. One and, of your films. Uh, and a <laughs> hot tip. <laughs> yeah. And Michael Douglas goes with him and uh, he says, no, 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 you've got to stay in the car because you're not a cop. You know, ha ha. So he, he goes, oh, fuck it, go on then, and stays in the car. Gus goes into the building, gets in the, the elevator, presses the fourth floor. It starts going upwards. And floor two, the door opens. Nobody there. He peeks his head out. Nobody there. 
goes back in. Floor three, the door opens. He's like, look, there's nobody there. What's going on? Michael Douglas, meanwhile, sitting in the car outside, suddenly decides to panic and knows that Gus is about to be killed. <laughs> How does now, he I know, don't know that? I don't know what where he got that from. No. Because there's nothing that suddenly happens. I'm pretty sure nothing happens. No, There's no shadow in the window. We do see a window, but I didn't see anything ab- above there that anything happened. But he suddenly just like runs into the building, uh, looks at what floor he's uh, headed to, runs up the stairs. Meanwhile, of course, the fourth floor, the, do- uh, the doors open, Gus steps out and is immediately stabbed multiple times in the face and neck. Michael Douglas arrives, takes his gun, Obviously, Gus, Gus, I'm afraid he's dead. Yeah. Takes his gun. He's uh, not at the time, but he still takes his gun. <laughs> um, yeah, hang on a minute. Who's this? Who's this coming through the door? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Just when you What are you doing here, dead. brother? <laughs> <laughs> now, let me tell you something, he says, and explains the plot. You've gone crazy, dude. <laughs> no, it's Beth. It's Jean Triplehorn. She's there in an overcoat and, like, I don't know, she's borrowed from fucking Columbo or something. I think it is Columbo's Mac, yeah. I naturally assumed that she was naked underneath. Maybe that's just me assuming these things all the time. Maybe that's just you naked underneath. Yeah, I certainly was. And um, he says, what are you doing here? She says she got a message to meet Gus and puts her hand in her pocket, which uh, is a ridiculous thing to have done. Michael Douglas has got a gun pointed at her. Uh, he says, uh, show me your hands. She re- doesn't do that at all. So he shoots her dead. Yeah, instantly. And she says, I love you. And in her hand was that Bart Simpson fucking key ring. Yeah. What on earth was she going to do with that in this situation? I don't know. But yeah. apparently that is what was in her hand. Yeah. And then the cops turn up. We cut to cops are already there. What they find on the stairwell is a, a wig, a blonde wig, an ice pick, uh, and an SFPD coat, and uh, naturally assume that Beth, Jean Triplehorn, is the killer. Yeah. And we go back to her apartment. They find a thirty-eight stashed behind some books. They find Beth's uh, got some newspaper clippings of, uh, like of all kinds of different shit that's been going on. All the evidence matches. I was more interested in the fact that through the window you could see that aerobics class is still fucking going on. <laughs> so I wouldn't have found any other evidence because I've just been thinking, what time does they go home? I love like but even in the pictures, happening. in the pictures where they're like graduating, she's still just staring at Sharon Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good picture. I like just, that one. Just to prove the point. Yeah, just right behind her as well, wasn't she? She was yeah. in the row behind her. Couldn't keep her <laughs> eyes off the back of Stone's head. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. The evidence all matches. That's it. case closed. Case closed. He goes home. Sharon Stone's there. She is upset. He's a bit upset. He's not that upset. Uh, no, because uh, it's two <laughs> hours really gone, care. and we get we get some more tits. Because he's not that upset. Go on, have a bit of that. And then she's riding him, riding him like a cowgirl. Oh yeah, like, yeah, better than Gus ever did. Bit of tension. You know, you know what's what's going to happen? Is she going to stab him? What's she going for? What's she going for? Nothing. And she lurches forward like she's about to headbutt him in the face. Mm. Um, but no, just wakes up. That's it. It's all over. And then there's another fake build-up 
as they start kissing each other, she says she doesn't want kids. He's like, okay, whatever. And um, yeah, she's, she's there. She's there leaning down, to like, reaching her hand down towards the other side of the bed. And then she comes back and she's got nothing in her hand and they kiss. And uh, the camera pans down from where they are and it drops down below the bed onto the floor. And on the floor is an ice pick. The end. So it's basic instinct, Ken. What, what did you think? What are your thoughts? First time watch. Um, it's uh, it's a bit confusing to be honest. I didn't understand any of it to be honest. No, it seems to be. Um, I don't know really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, yeah, I can appreciate it. It's, it's quite a good film. It's very well made. I'm just not sure it, uh, it it really needed to have that many twists and turns and nonsense and red herrings. Because the, the the fact that Roxy was a murderer, irrelevant. The fact that she hung out with uh, that woman, Bloody Hazel, she's a murderer, irrelevant. Yeah, what? Yeah, what's the point? Yeah, there's a sequel. There is indeed. Yeah, I own the sequel as well. I own Basic Instinct too. I don't even own this one. I own the second <laughs> one. I don't why own the got, first one. Why have you got the second one? Because I'm a fucking lunatic. Yeah, that's true. I say ultimately, it's just a long. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to do just to get a story for a book. That's that's my takeaway from the film. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It seems it seems long winded and unnecessary. Um, however, if she has killed all those people and that's how she's got her money, fair enough. But at the same time, if you've inherited a hundred million pounds because the boxer that you were engaged with has died, I don't think you need to write another book. No. I don't think, I mean, financially, she seems secure to the point of it being irrelevant if she makes another book or not. So all of that planning ahead and doing all that stuff, it just seems a massive waste of time. Yeah. Uh, is this movie uh, in, the, in the cult then? Are we, are we inducting it? I don't think we can, no, because it is a good film. Yeah. I think it's good. I just think it's unnecessary. So it's very, it's, it's, it's a bit long. There's a couple of hours in it, this one. Mm-hmm couple of hours um it's unnecessary as i say a lot of the scenes don't make any sense or progress the plot but you've got sharon stone's vagina on more than one occasion and uh, i'm not putting that in a bad movie cult at all you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen we are not inducting it into the bad movie cult. michael douglas lives to fight another day uh it's just oh god it, it, douglas was just having just living his best life only in the 90s michael douglas Michael Douglas had sex with more people in the the nineties than anyone else has ever had. Ever, I, think, I believe. I believe that's the actual facts. Yeah, <laughs> very well put. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's in the trivia of this uh, on the IMDb of Basic Instinct. <laughs> well, especially if you remember, as Stephen King was quite prolific in the nineties. So. Also, like yeah. uh, uh, pe- people probably going to ask, "What's this got to do with Valentine's Day?" Um, absolutely nothing. <laughs> The, the first one on Valentine's Day was themed around Valentine's. We did Valentine's. Oh, no, no, no. I, I disagree. I disagree. I think this is a tale of uh, love uh, or lust, mistaken for love, because they do mention love a couple of times in this film. Because she says, no, uh, you can't do that. You'll only fall in love with me. And he says, I'm already madly in love with you. So there you go. They say love. So, you know, that's that's what's got to do with it. Perfect, you're right. As always, Ken, you've yeah. hit the nail right on the head See, there. Just go back and listen to the scripts, people. The dialogue's all there. It's got the answers. It's lust, <laughs> believing itself to be love. It's got tits. 
and it's got bush. It's got many asses, and that's what love's all about. Perfect. I was te- tearing up a little bit there towards the end. Uh, so was I. I had to wipe the tear from my eye. And get Gus to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Are we finished then? Are we finished? Have we got a pitch? I don't know. Yeah, let, let's have a let's have a quick pitch. Let's have the quickest pitch ever. Let's go for it. Okay then. Let's go on to the Valentine's themed Michael Douglas heavy, Hulk Hogan, hopefully heavy <laughs> film pitch. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Welcome. Welcome everybody. What I was gonna do before Hulk Hogan became such a vital part of it, I was going <laughs> to do basic instinct, but with the roles reversed, where it's the it's a male suspect. With the Uncrossing his legs, yeah. Oh, he's wearing a kilt. Oh, Sean Connery. It wasn't going to be. No, it was going to be. For, you know, because we keep going on about how Sharon Stone was the sex siren of the time, and mm. who would be able to resist that? Yeah, it's obviously got to be an incredibly attractive man. So I've I'm not for... going to do it, Ken. I can't take on a role that. No. Okay then. Well, that's me and you ruled out then. Yeah. You because you won't, me because of the criteria I've just given out. But <laughs> so therefore, Henry Cavill. Oh, Superman. Yeah. Nice. I'm he's, sure he's, I'm sure he'll do a fucking dick flash for us. Is that his name? Of it? He it can be, yeah. <laughs> dick Flash. Dick Flash, he's in. <laughs> yeah, it's his it's his signature move. Richard Flash. <laughs> yeah. And he wears, he wears a kilt. Henry, we want you to do, and we want you to expose your cock and balls in a in a featured close up, and you're going to be called Dick Flash. Is that all right? And he's like, yep. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, he's absolutely. a professional. Well, he's a professional man. He'll get the ladies in anyway. The, exactly. the Dick Flash. Yeah, exactly. So that, now we just need who's it going to be for the female? Because I've got an idea, but I want to see if you've got any. Uh it's got a sort of like who who is like the female version of Michael Douglas now? <sighs> Glenn Close. <laughs> She's like the male version of Michael Douglas. Right now. <laughs> Can it not just be Michael Douglas? As <laughs> the female detective. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. Who, who, who's your idea? Jennifer Lopez. Oh, yes. And she's got to remind us that she's still sexy. Exactly. Because she's getting on a bit, but, you know, her eyes caught by uh, Dick Flash. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, you know, it makes her feel wanted again. So she's yeah. easily sedu- seduced and all that sort of thing. You know, she's open to the idea. Nice. Okay. that That's, that's what I had. What do you think? I like it. I think that's what yeah. we go with. Yeah. Okay, I'm very pleased with that then. What can her name be? Uh, oh. Fanny Wipe. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Detective <laughs> Fanny Wipe. <laughs> can, it, can it be like Jennifer still? Like, just call her Jennifer. Gen- Jennifer Cowgirl. <laughs> Detective Cowgirl. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. That can be it, yeah. She's Detective Cowgirl. Okay, so we've got Dick Flash. He's a he's an author. Yeah. Um, who's is he? Is he? Uh, is people being killed that he knows? 
ladies ladies that he's friends with. It's a shot for shot thing, like they did with the Psycho remake. So he's okay. just riding um, a female rock star. <laughs> is, is he riding them? Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, exactly the same. He's very supple. That's her name, yeah. And um, Very supple. Yeah. And uh, he stabs her to death with an ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> In the eye and face. Okay. Who's playing that? Anyone? Just uh, just a character. Just, just any just female that's happy to have her cock and balls shown on screen in a close-up <laughs> while not Carl Weathers looks at them through a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> Actress with cock and balls. <laughs> He's playing very supple. Yeah. Okay, so stabbed to death by Dick Flash. Um, yeah. With an ice pick. I think we need a, a signature weapon. Yeah. Corkscrew. Yeah, well, it's oh, we, we're changing. It's not going to be the ice pick. No, 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 no. We, we don't make it different enough for the new yeah. generation. Yeah, no one's going to know what an ice pick is nowadays. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Mobile. Pick, you say an ice pick now, and everyone expects it to be like a, some sort of miner's tool. Yeah, or like a wrapper or something. Like my my blo- yeah oh yeah could be him. He could be <laughs> brought in for questioning. Yeah, they think it was him. Ice, ice pick. Yeah. Ice pick was found at the scene, and it's just like that. I mean, I didn't do nothing, copper. That's what he says. Who's playing Gus? Have we got? Is there a Gus? Gus is a Gus. Yeah. He's, is it going to be Gus uh, as well? Yeah, he's called Gus, the boss. Gus the boss. Yeah, Russ. And he's played. <laughs> That's too many. Gus the boss makes sense. Yeah. He's played Rick Moranis. by. Yep, he's in. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's it. It's just all the way. It's just, as you said, scene for scene then. What's Carl Weathers doing? He's a fucking captain, isn't he? Of course, he's in the he's in the interrogation scene, sweating. Yeah, sweating. <laughs> sweating, sweating like the, the bit in Airplane when he's trying to land the plane, that bit. Who plays the Gene Triplehorn character? What man? You? Uh, no, 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 we're not in this one. It's too sexy for us. Yeah, that's we've true. Got, we've got to stay out of this. It'd be uh, there'd be some sort of charges filed against you if you were on the set of this film. Exactly. I'm allowed on the set. I'm just not allowed to talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah. So who's Jennifer Lopez? They're ripping the pants off someone. It'd be Hulk Hogan. Could that be the Gene Triplehorn character? Yes, it is. Yeah. So Hulk Hogan. God, what a what a sexy film we've got here. Hulk Hogan <laughs> and Henry Cavill. <laughs> Hulk Hogan getting his pants ripped off him. Ripped off by J-Lo, Detective Cowgirl. Yeah. What's Gene Triple, Gene Triple Horn's character in this called? Uh, Beth. Beth. What can Hulk, can Hulk Hogan just... Can he just be called Hulk Hogan? Of course he can. He's an internal affairs psychologist, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> he's dressed the same as Hulk Hogan, but he's got a clipboard. Yeah. And that's how you know that he's legitimate. Yeah, and, he, he's, uh, and he's and he's wearing glasses, sunglasses. No, 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 not this occasion. He's wearing those little round glasses that make you look smart. Oh yeah, the Harry Potter yeah. glasses. That's it. Yeah, he's wearing them. I love this. I think I'd watch it. What's it going to be called? Just Basic Instinct, um, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that would suggest that he's the main character. We can't have that. 
basic flash. No. Um, Dick Flash. Um, no, we can't just call it Dick Flash. <laughs> <laughs> What's like another word for like basic? Simple. And reaction. another word? Simple reaction. <laughs> it's close to fatal attraction though, isn't it? Yeah, basic reaction. <laughs> <laughs> basic attraction? It can't be basic. Fatal easy. instinct. Oh no, we did base fatal instinct. Easy. Easy easy access. No, that's one of your films, isn't it? Yeah. Can't do that. They'll get it confused. Don't want to take the sales off your DVD and all 27 sequels. Um, <laughs> easy. Rider. <laughs> yes. <laughs> easy Rider 2. <laughs> <laughs> easy Rider 2, which is a remake of Basic Instinct. <laughs> instinct. We got a thesaurus for instinct. What could be another word for instinct? Um, could we just call it <laughs> cursory wipe? Cursory wipe? <laughs> so I've written it down. <laughs> What's that got to do with anything? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there well, we go. That's what it's called then. In basic instinct, they don't say basic instincts. You know, they don't say the phone. They don't say the title. So That's true. Yeah, cursory wipe. Why not? <laughs> So there you have it. The film pitch this week was Cursory Wipe. (laughs) Henry Cavill flashing his dick. Jennifer Lopez forcefully having sex with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Carl Weathers sweating. Carl Weathers sweating. It's all the way through it. (laughs) That works for me, brother. Yeah, doesn't it just? So there you go. That's I think I think we did all right there. It's not not uh, not as much you know fleshed out in the in terms of plot, but for now we'll we'll go with it. Yeah, we've got a basic working premise, and that's all we can yes. ask for in this I day mean, and age. Second script run through. We'll uh, we'll add more stuff. Yeah, in this TikTok generation we're living in, that's all you need. Exactly. Don't want to flesh too much out, which was one of Ken's films anyway. But uh... flesh me out three. That was yeah. the uh, subheading of that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you get on the phone to Hulk Hogan, see if he's up for Jennifer Lopez having sex with him. And I'll say thank you, everybody, for listening to this Valentine's Day themed episode. Yes, yes, yes. Hope there was enough mentions of love. The Bad Movie Cult podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, it was very erotic. If you enjoyed the episode, give us a like, thumbs up, follow us, subscribe, react, review, all those good things that help the podcast. And uh, I guess all that's left to say is we'll see you next week. Or next time, oh, yes. whenever the hell we're going to do another one. Who knows? Maybe never again. Well, with the steamy nature of that one, we all need time to get over it. So uh, we'll be back whenever we've cooled our jets and hosed ourselves down. I'm going to go for a lie down right now. I'm going for a cursory wipe. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Goodbye. Let's have a look at that dick of yours.